0: Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. It's time! Hey, this is Matt Lesher.
1: This is Phil Lamar. Hey, this is Rodney
2: Taylor, a.k.a. the opinion
1: Gotham. You are listening to Geek Vibes Live!
2: We go. Welcome, 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 Geek Vibes Nation. Uh, I'm your host, Jawan, and welcome to another episode of Geek Vibes Live Interview. Today we will be interviewing the star of Krypton, Sean Sipos who plays Adam Strange. But today is a very special interview, not just because of our guest. I am joined by one of the, the co-hosts of Cena Nerd, Will. What's going on, Will?
1: What's up, man? How you doing?
2: I'm doing really good. It's really good to have you on here with me, man. I know you're a huge fan of Krypton.
1: Yo, yes, we are. It's one of our uh, top shows that uh, we've been talking about this summer, and uh, every week we just can't wait to to break it down.
2: Absolutely, and we got so much to talk to Sean about. Uh, He should be calling in momentarily. But me and you can kind of just talk about um, our thoughts, not only on Adam Strange, but on season two of Krypton so far, um, I haven't gotten that far. I know you're definitely uh, a- ahead of me, but Lobo just stole the show uh, totally. in the few episodes that I saw him in. Kind of talk a little bit about uh, what your thoughts were seeing Lobo for the first time on, you know, on TV or anywhere. Because I don't think we've seen Lobo um, outside of animation in the comics.
1: Right, right. It was, I believe, his first live-action appearance, and the uh, interplay between Lobo, Seg, and Adam was just pure classic television. It really kicked off uh, the season very well as far as it's brought a, a a real solid energy to the first few episodes, especially when they are on Kalu and Seg, learning that uh, Brainiac had infiltrated his brain, and uh, Adam basically uh, – Come at the Seg's rescue when losing a Zeta beam for a while, in the water when when Lobo threw it into the into the pond. So, there were just many uh, great elements seeing seeing Lobo and uh, whenever they were in the uh, catacombs where Brainiac could regenerate, and seeing uh, how uh, he was trying to work his way through into the system to to get to Seg and, and Brainy uh, was was quite the treat.
2: Absolutely, and I will say Brainiac. Once again, they did a really, 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 really good job, um, on Brainiac. Uh he looked amazing. Like really looked, good. My fear my fear was that he would look somewhat like Kazoo in um Piccolo <laughs> from that horrible yeah. Dragon Ball Dragon Ball mm-hmm. movie. Um, but they did a really amazing job and then they outdid themselves with how Doomsday looked, um, to where I'm just like this like Brainiac and Doomsday look so good. It upsets me that this is a world with no Superman. Like that's how good they look. Yeah. So where I'm yeah. I'm kind of like, oh.
1: Exactly, exactly. One of the things that we just talked about in our last podcast this week was just how how rich a world Krypton the television series is and how because of the elements of in the first season with the uh with Rao and Brainiac and then of course here in the second season Uh, fleshing out Doomsday and his whole backstory. Uh, It really has, for me at least, has given me, and Sarah, our host, also felt this way as well, a real appreciation for the world of Superman, which uh, I think most people, uh, we poll folks as far as the ranking of DC heroes, most people will will say Batman, uh, because Batman is Batman. But uh, for me, it has definitely given me a greater appreciation for the, the wider world of uh, the Superman mythos, and uh, it really has. Uh, with this show, and and also Supergirl on the CW, uh, has really fleshed this character out. And and as Sarah rightly said in our show, we can take the main character out of the out of the world, that being kal and put in his his grandfather, and, and really. Deepen our, our understanding of that universe.
2: Yeah, it's it, it doing the same thing that Gotham did. Like I, I'll never forget, I thought the first season of Gotham was classic. Like there, that first season could do no wrong uh, to me. The second season kind of kind of felt the same thing. It was when they started develop when they started to develop more and more and more Batman villains with no Batman. That I then said, this is this is becoming way too much. But what I what I say to people when, because then they go, well, you're a hypocrite because isn't Krypton doing that? No, it's not. Lobo no. is an alien who's existed for generations. Mm-hmm. Um, Doomsday, we heard from Man of Steel. There's been different versions of Doomsday. Like right. there isn't only one Doomsday that just keeps wreaking havoc throughout generations. Um, and then as far as Brainiac. No one knows how long Braniac has been around. Um, exactly. So, you know, you have three villains, or, or Lobo isn't necessarily a villain, but you have three characters in the Superman world that you could play around with because the mythology of them is that they have lasted, they have been here for forever. Um, so, you know, it's more acceptable for you to have those three without Superman because it makes sense. It's only when Gotham was starting to give me Mr. Freeze and -hmm. and Firefly and Joker to where I'm like, if you bring in Batman villains and Gordon can stop them, what need will you have for Batman (laughs) in like 10 years from now, 10, 15 years from now? So that's when Gotham started to become a little too much. Um, but Krypton to me, I think it's been perfect. It's been more the focus I, I feel like for this season has been a more internal struggle. Um, yeah, you know, you know, Seg wanting to stop Zod. Now Zod is the outlier that you kind of go, well, that was a Superman uh, villain mainly because of his bloodline. That that was how his bloodline traveled uh, to Superman, but. It works here. You telling me he traveled back, whatever you want. I can live with that. That that's fine. Um, I don't even know how this Zod would look taking on like a Henry Cavill <laughs> Superman. Um, so I'm completely fine with 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 what they're doing with Zod. I'll allow that. But if you start to give me metallic, like you know what I'm saying, like like characters like that, is when it's like, all right, Krypton is come on, what, what are you doing here? Um, but no, I've loved. What they've done with this second season. Uh, what has been your thoughts uh, of the second season so far?
1: Oh, the second season. It has been just the right amount of pacing, the right amount of action, the right amount of exposition to really get into this deeper struggle and the dual, One of the themes that has been played pr- very well by the writers this season is this issue of duality, because you had. Uh, Seg and Brainiac and the the struggles that they had there. You had Zod and his struggles with and challenges in conquering Candor and how that and, and and how he had manipulated his mother to basically do his bidding to basically conquer the world. I mean Zod's the ultimate politician in this in this in this series. He will use the, for example, Seg defeating Brainiac to his advantage at the end of the first season. And here in the second season, he used, uh, spoiler alert for if you want to pause right now, if you haven't had a chance to catch up, he used Jack's rule, who savagely executes his mother in front of everyone in Krypton and, and people seeing it on television in Kandor and, and Wegthor, and uses that to his advantage to. Uh, basically, uh, further his ends to uh, entrench his power on Krypton, and then last Doomsday, and how he has he has been making his, his quest to to ca- capture Doomsday, and then he he was successful in doing so, and of course, a typical politician faction used that to his advantage, and then we see him trying to manipulate Doomsday uh, by possibly doing the same reconditioning that he did with his mother. He's doing the same thing with Doomsday, and uh, we got to see some backstory of Doomsday's creation with the House of Elves and Zods.
2: So, the thing that confused me the most, and well, no one's better to explain this to me than you are. So, Segel has two, had two babies, essentially. Mm-hmm. The Mm -hmm. one that's going to turn into Zod, and then the one that's going to turn into um, Kal-El's father, right? Yep, yep. So, essentially, in this world, Superman's grandfather is the reason for Superman and for Zod. Yep. That is insane. That's (laughs) correct. That's insane, but it's it's,
1: it's, it's the truth. Uh, We actually, this last episode, uh, did have the great reveal which we had speculated early on that this could have been possibly the the case with uh Nissa and Sex Baby possibly being Jor-El. it was confirmed uh this past week's episode to my earlier point really shows how this how rich this universe is and has really uh uh made uh me a, a deeper fan of Superman than I was before
2: yeah, I mean I, I like this change. I like it. I like whenever shows take uh liberties that, that work. Um doesn't seem forced, doesn't seem like super crazy. Like to me this is pretty dope. The idea that Segel is responsible for one of history's greatest superheroes and one of Krypton's uh maybe you could you could argue, um, biggest villain in, mm-hmm. in Zod. Mm-hmm. Um so I loved it. Because now it, it's deeper. So if we ever do get into in those same world as Krypton, uh, if we ever go forward and get into Superman story, the idea that they have a bond, um, yep. they're family. <laughs> mm-hmm. They are family. Yeah,
1: yeah. So, and, they and that te-
2: to me is crazy.
1: Yeah, and they and they, they they did that the first season, but also really set up that conflict. Uh, carrying forward a conflict between the House of the Elves and Zod. Uh It was first touched upon in the first season when we encountered Doomsday in his, in his locked away chamber. And then, of course, they carried it forward into this season, showing how the House of Elves and, and the House of Zod uh, created him and basically uh, flipped the script somewhat in that it was the Elves who were really pushing his creation looking at it from from a scientific standpoint and a practical and logical standpoint of we need doomsday to basically end this war. Whereas his odds uh were a little bit more reticent in, in the experiments. But as my as my podcast partner Sarah Belmont shared with with us when we were talking about this last episode, she, she really came she was of the opinion that what we were seeing in this episode of the of the flashbacks was more Zod's conditioning than, than possibly what actually happened.
2: That's very interesting. That is very, very, very interesting. Like, like I said, this show, it's, it's such a thrill ride. You don't know what to expect because they've changed things. Um, and it's good changes. Like I said before, it's really, really, really good changes. And it's just, it's so funny. Cause it's like DC is so good at these shows. Mm-hmm. movies you could maybe have a whole nother discussion about but they're yeah, yeah. really good about their shows they're really yeah. good about their shows Definitely. Um, this being this being a hit titans being a hit um doom patrol swamp thing um i could oh all the cw shows and now you know and then Krypton, that's on sci-fi like when i heard it was going to be on sci-fi i'm like I never watched sci fi. Like I've never yeah. in my life had a need to watch it. Outside of I think when wrestling was on there. I've never watched sci fi. So I'm <laughs> like I don't know what to expect. I was really glad that I gave season one a chance. Um, but I have seen the first four episodes and I, I love it the same way I love um I love season one and what I thought was the funniest was when um Lobo was destroying himself to get into where uh Adam and um Seg were. Uh, mm-hmm. so like his arm his arm flew off and then it flew past like that energy shield. Uh, yep. and then like he flew his head off and I'm like, What what is he doing? Like <laughs> that's so crazy. <laughs> then you come back and like just the top half of his body is there and it's like this character is so freaking cool.
1: Like this yeah. guy
2: needs his own show.
1: Exactly. And it's and I know right before the season this current season premiered, uh there was discussion that Lobo was gonna get a spin off. And at first I was a little Weary, but uh after after seeing him portrayed that i was i'm like i'm on board i, I
2: yeah i actually want the spinoff mainly because i want to see the motorcycle i, I want yeah. to see the motorcycle uh that was the one thing that i was kind of just like why have i not seen it yet like as i was watching the first few episodes of the season uh of this this current season i'm like where is the motorcycle but to me if they're telling me that they're holding off so, sold his own show, I can hundred percent live with that. Like that that's not a big deal whatsoever. Um, I'm excited for it. But yeah, his character definitely deserves it. Uh it, it just it's it's unfortunate because like I said before, um at some point they're gonna stop um Brainiac. They're gonna stop Doomsday. We know this. Yeah. Like the good yeah. guys always win, right? Mm-hmm. Uh what sucks is like this show is so far from the birth of Superman that, like, we can't even get a continuation to where we can see like those characters return and face Superman, um, right, because right. it's just it's not the world that that they're looking to. It's not the story. I'm sorry that they're looking to tell of Superman. It's the mythos, the history, the mm-hmm. legacy um, that is built that makes that Superman um, story mean more, uh, and that's why I love this show i was telling you before that's why i love this show and that's why i love what gotham originally was trying to do it was setting you up so you understood why the world of that character was the way that it was so it showed you the corrupt the corrupt world uh you know the dark world that batman lived in so it made more sense that two titans uh like the wayne could be murdered in in you know in in crime alley because we know how um deeply criminated uh, Gotham was.
1: Um, right, right. You look
2: at Krypton. Well, no, go yeah. ahead,
1: go ahead. Yeah, and, one of, and just picking up your point on, on that and, and looking at Krypton, one of the things that I did like about this series is it it broke some of the rules It in that you, you thought that things were going to go a certain way and then, uh, for example, at the end of season one, you basically had zod went, winning, getting tossed into the phantom zone and as uh, as uh adam strange uh makes his way back uh to earth he uh when he's in the middle of detroit or whatever city he was in uh we see the statue of zod and of course we had the uh, you know back to the future effect of the 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 cape that adam had from uh from superman uh sort of being a uh, hanging there, and, and of course, it was disintegrating as further and further things kept interrupting Jarell's eventual uh, and Kyle's eventual destiny. And then, of course, it, things get turned, and then, of course, the cape comes back, but instead of the house, the crest of the elves, it has the crest of the Zods, and and it just opened up just a wide range of different timelines and sequences of things that could happen so that instead of being a predictable, oh, you know, we'll go from A to B to C, we, everything got jumbled up.
2: Yeah. And to me, that, that is what makes the show special. Like I said, I don't like the shows to where I'm kind of like, it's too accurate um, Mm -hmm. in the sense of, I can see everything coming. Like, Uh, does it look dope seeing it actually form out on the screen? Yeah, of course. But to me, it's like, get creative with it. Do something special. Do something I have not seen before. That's why the idea of giving me a story about Superman's grandfather, who, by the way, genius of the guys over at at DC, and the reason why I say that is, if you remember the comics, Superman's grandfather was not a huge focus in the comics. His father was, and he was. Um, so it gives you so much freedom to just do whatever you want with a character we don't really know anything about um mm-hmm. which is why that's genius because this show remember this show very easily could have been about his father uh right. instead of his grandfather, but to me, I feel like you're given more freedom because we don't know anything about this character we, we've we've you know we've heard of him before like uh. Through the tellings of his father but i don't remember a, a comic where they focused in on his grandfather um to the point of where krypton had so that's why it's like i can't judge anything krypton's doing because i'm like it, it's uncharted territory like no one's ever really dug this deep into this world so by all means you make krypton in your image so if you want doomsday to be there put doomsday there you want um uh, Brainiac there, you put Brainiac there. If you want to bring Zods from the future, go right on ahead. But you have to make it good, and they've done an amazing job on making it good and convincing um, and feeling as if – like, it feels every week I watch it like it's from the comics, and I'm just seeing it on the screen, but it's not from the comics. But that's right, how right. authentic it feels. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Sean? Yeah. Hey, how are you? You're on with uh, me, Juwan, and my co-host, Will. So, I'm going to start off by asking you, obviously, Krypton has been a huge success. Huge, huge, huge success. Congrats on that. Um, The biggest question I wanted to start off with um, is shows like Krypton and Gotham, which both are building blocks for the future of the heroes we know them uh, to be, what would you say is the importance of a show like Krypton to the mythology of Superman?
0: Well, it's the genesis of it, isn't it i mean yeah when you inevitably when you look at mythology and you look at any of the heroes, the question is where did they come from? What made them a hero? Um, we're fascinated with why they're heroes um, so inevitably, we just look to their beginnings, and this is you know I don't know anyone that doesn't know who Superman is. So for for me personally and I and and I think for everyone else um it's a big show because it shows what we've all been curious about which is what was krypton really like what happened um what is the tree that superman fell from and um I think there's also a whole lot of 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 what ifs what would happen if what would happen if Krypton didn't explode what would happen if you know Zod took over what would happen if Superman didn't exist what would happen if Superman's grandfather was the one who got the yellow Sun you know all these all these pertinent questions I think are fascinating and I think really are springboards for the imagination and you know with Krypton in particular with this show I think we have kind of erased uh, what people thought the show was going to be. At this point in time, we have a completely separate timeline. We're no longer uh, beholden to the comics um, as we know them now. So we can go anywhere. And I think that's fascinating. We've taken the tree that Superman comes from and we've made it blossom, whereas in the comics, it died.
1: Right, right. Hey, Sean, this is Will. Thanks again for, for your time, and I wanted to pick up on your point with the the genesis of this, and in particular your character, Adam Strange. How do you think your character's arc fits into this Kryptonian world, especially given that it's freed from the pages of the comics with, with how the timeline has been altered? That's a tough
0: question to answer. It's a good question. Well, from a story standpoint, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, he's a character who can go anywhere, um, and uh, you know, in the comics, I haven't read every single Adam Strange comic, but to my knowledge, I don't believe in the comics he could time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, in terms of him fitting in, <clears throat> I think it fit. I think he fits in incredibly well because. His journey, his beginnings uh before he's the hero that we know, which is the hero of ran um his he's just at the start of it, so he's trying to fill those shoes the same that Seg is trying to fill those shoes, and um I don't know how big of a co- of of a hero Seg became <clears throat> in the comics um versus how big of a hero he's becoming on the show he's becoming I personally think that Seg has qualities that exceed Superman because he's doing what he's doing without super strength Um, so if you stuck Seg in front of a yellow sun I think he would be a better hero than Superman possibly Um, and then you know, with Adam, I just I think that Adam Strange and Superman have gone hand in hand in the comics for a long time.
2: What I enjoy so much about Krypton is that uh me and Will were saying before is that um I believe Seg in the comics was something that they very loosely touched on. Uh, like the mm-hmm. the world that he was in. Uh they really focused on uh Superman's father and then of course Superman. Those were the two biggest focuses um surrounding yeah. Krypton. So what I love about this show is that they get that. So they use the freedom. Um, and, and that's how you see so many cool uh, cool new and, and different aspects of Krypton that say something like Man of Steel didn't really give you because it focused on like the last few minutes of Krypton before it was destroyed. So, you know, Yeah, and by show, the way,
0: that last few minutes of Krypton was pretty fascinating.
2: Oh, 100%. But see, that's what made me interested in this show. Because that world looks amazing, so I was like, well, mm-hmm. "What if we could ever see more of this world?" And then, lo and behold, we have the show. My my question to you is, with this show doing new and inventive things because they have the freedom, would it be far fetched for us to say that there could be a possibility, like we saw Zod coming? Could there be a possibility we see them uh go get Superman? Or do do you feel as though this show is trying to focus around? not needing the idea of superman because it's building the legacy
0: i mean it's we've seen superman um so i think the more interesting thing is uh uh seeing what it's like without him and then eventually you know again i'm not i'm not cameron welsh i'm not david goyer so i'm not the one sitting in the rooms making uh the decisions and um you know frankly their minds are are extravagantly wonderful but uh i would think that superman would come into the show at some point at a crescendo right mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. in terms of it being this season or next season i don't think so but eventually right you're going to show the the big the big kahuna there but in terms of in terms of uh, um, whether or not we need Superman, I I I think it's more interesting without it. I think what if what if Seg um, got you know became Superman in a sense, right? What if he came? What if I brought him to Earth and he got the yellow sun? Mm. What if? Yeah, Kyle, I love that. Somewhere. What if what if there was like a bad version? What if Jor-El turned into a bad version? Right, right. We we know right. that Brainiac a system intellect later if he's raised by a twelfth level intellect. What mm-hmm. are his morals? Could he be a bad Superman type of figure? And then would Sag have to then? I you know I could put two and two together. Adam knows, so I could go. Hey, uh, Chip, the only way to take this guy down is you have to come to Earth for a bit and we're going to get you you know all yellow sunned up with radiation so and then you're going to have to take this guy down your son so those are those are fascinating um situations to have in terms of sticking just superman in there i i think superman's so familiar and um and those are massive boots
1: to fill as well i mean who do you get to play him? And that those are massive shoes issues, issues to fill. And one of the things that um getting back into uh you're talking about Seg and, and Adam and uh their relationship and if they if Superman were to be bad and you had to pair them up. One of our favorite relationships on the on the Senior Nerd podcast this year has been uh, the relationship between and actually even in season one, the relationship between Adam and Seg and With three episodes Mm -hmm. left in this season, I know Adam has been dispatched to Wegthor here and has a a new budding relationship with Kim, which is fascinating in and of itself to see how that grows, especially this last episode. And uh, Adam feeling kind of left out whenever he wasn't picked by Val to lead the army. But will we get to see more of Seg and Adam's uh, interplay, which was really uh, kicked off a very comedic, almost buddy cop kind of, dynamic uh in the first two episodes of the season yeah absolutely
0: uh we'll be seeing more of them i think they're i think that that relationship is integral to the show um you know i'm i'm i feel so blessed to be able to work with someone like cameron um not only because i think he's a terrific actor and i think he's just a, a phenomenal man um but that we have such great chemistry as well and a lot Mm -hmm. of those moments uh have budded from have budded from improv Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: just spontaneous happenings on set and things and scenes that we would do and um you know and i think cameron welsh picked up on that and uh and the writers and they they wrote for it and it's not surprising to me that it's become a, a you know a fan favorite I enjoy seeing it, um, and other people. A lot of people are very vocal about it uh, that they enjoy it, and you know,
1: I think that they bring out the best in one another as well. Speaking of speaking of that relationship, and uh, we saw a, a wild card thrown into that relationship earlier this season with with Lobo. And uh, one of the things we – one of the things we want to know is will we see – do you think Adam and and Lobo's paths will cross again either here on this series or a possible spinoff? Yes.
0: I'm going to say yes and yes. Okay. I'm going to answer yes to both of those. Um, That as well. You know, it's it's a really cool – it's a really cool thing, this show. In the entertainment business, you have things called chemistry reads to make sure that people have chemistry, because mm-hmm. it's, it's like an elusive quality. There's no rhyme or reason really. Some people have it together, some people don't, and they can be terrific actors and not work well together. Right. Um, and it's it's like this this wonderful um, this wonderful supernova of, of events that has happened that everyone on this show seems to have chemistry with everyone. Mm -hmm. It's mind-blowing. Look, I've I've thought about it and gone, people do tests for this. Like, they bring you in and they go, let's match these people up and see if they have chemistry. And none of us got matched up prior to the show. None of us had even met until we were filming. And everyone just seems to have this chemistry which jumps off the screen, which is, I, I think it's, I just think it's super, super fortunate and, um, and just bloody awesome
1: to be frank. Right, right. Because I understand as far as the filming of the show, you all are, I think the first season, you, were you in Ireland or is it this season as well?
0: Yeah, we're in Ireland. We, we film up in Belfast. So, okay. We were there the first season, and the second season, and, you know, uh, God willing, the third.
1: Yeah, so, uh, well, can you tell us about a, a third season? Uh, is it do you Are you hearing good things back from the network, or is it uh, still up in the air? I know I know Cameron was uh, at San Diego Comic Con and did the uh, did a lot of interviews there. But um, what what what, yeah. what what do you know from Sci-Fi? Anything as far as full yeah, third? yeah. Um.
0: But I think this is sort of uh, this is sort of what networks do, is they they like to uh leave you in wait and um, and cause you some anxiety with this sort of thing.
1: Um
0: right. we're perfectly fine. It's a lesson in patience and and that's that's all groovy, but you know, from my standpoint, I I would think that it's an important show. I think it's one of the best science fiction shows on television. Um and also I think it's a wonderful platform to jump off and create um, a universe. Right. Uh, right. For, you know, I think that there's a fuck ton of potential with it um, in terms of that. I think there's a hell of a lot of potential. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, if I was, if I, you know, I'm not an exec, but if I was, I would, I would opt in favor of going, yeah, I see the big picture
1: and, you know, hopefully they do. Right, right. Speaking of which, I mean, I understand from Cameron's interview at San Diego Comic Con, he said that we're expecting some some big things in the finale, and but mm-hmm. and I'm sure I'm sure Adam is very integral to that. Of course, mm-hmm. one of those things is out of the outgrowth of that. Will we see
0: the jetpack? <laughs> you know, I get this question so much. <laughs> I'm sure you uh, do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And and I've been authorized to be able to say yes because I couldn't awesome. say it before. I was I was uh my hands were tied with a confidentiality agreement. So um we will see it this season. <laughs> um yeah. And we you know and that's just the beginning. I like to think of it as kind of like Iron Man. Right? right. The beginning of Iron like he builds a suit, um, but it's the beginning stages of the suit, and then you get and then you get into it um, so I think that they're doing a very smart thing, which is um they've taken their time and built up you know the 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 building blocks of Adam, and then mm-hmm. you know by the end of the season we're gonna we're gonna get into the jetpack stuff
1: awesome, awesome that's I'm sure our fans and fans of the show are. are we'll be jumping for joy to hear that. I know uh, uh, I see many fans like always put that question out there. So thanks for, for confirming that.
0: Yeah. And, yeah. And DC just let, you know, just announced, I don't know if you saw, but they just announced a big Adam strange comic series. Oh, cool. That they're doing I had, with. The... I had, I had not,
1: I had not seen that, but I will definitely be on the lookout for it because uh, as I said, this is the show, uh, as I was telling Juwan earlier, it's um has given me a, a greater appreciation of the Superman universe. And I have to ask you, I read uh, before, I think in one of your sci-fi interviews, you had mentioned that you were, you're, you're a, a Batman fan. Has, has working on this show and, and being a part of the Superman mythos sort of have, has swung you over to Superman, or are you still still with the Bat? Um,
2: yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I've always been a Superman fan as well. I just think that they're, for me growing up, I think because Batman was just a man, mm-hmm. uh, there was something that, that appealed to that for me. Um, and I think also that's what I find really appealing about Adam. He's just a man. Right. He doesn't have superpowers. So, And also that's what really appeals to me about Seg. It's not that he's just a man, but that he doesn't have this super strength. So it's about the hero within. Um and once you grow the hero within and then you add on these other things, right, you add on the suit or you stick steg in front of a yellow sun, then you get something that's really interesting because now you have a hero and then you ha- you've given him these incredible weapons to wield uh, to protect people. And then obviously you add insane villains for them to battle and fight as they grow. Um but yeah, in terms of Batman, um, yeah, man, that's such a tough one. <laughs> that's such a tough one. Um, I think, I think also I'm a little bit tortured sometimes and, and, and so is Batman. So I kind of vibe with that. Um, and I guess feel understood in a way, mm-hmm. uh, with that, um, where Superman is kind of like he's just such a good guy. Right? Like he's right. Like he's he's just so good because he wants to be. And, you know, I think that's a, that's a, a wonderful lesson for everybody to learn, uh which is like you can be good because you choose to be. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh you know, and Batman has that too, but um Batman was going to kill the guy who killed his parents. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. He's gonna go seek Revenge yep. and murder that guy. Which is understandable. But I don't think Superman would do that.
2: No. Superman right? That's definitely would big yeah. thing.
0: Superman killed someone. Right? Mm. Um, It's almost like he wants Superman wants to uh, teach them a lesson. Right? And be like, don't do that again. Batman's yeah. kind of like mm, that really hurt me. Like I, I'll kill you. Like if someone did something to, if someone killed Lois Lane, uh, I'm I'm betting Superman's gonna go kill them. Or I mean, um, Batman's gonna. Sorry, I'm moving the movie. If someone killed Lois Lane, uh, Superman's almost gonna not kill them, right? He's gonna mm-hmm. like lock them up for life. Whereas if someone killed um, um, Batman the love of Batman's life, he's he's
2: probably gonna go kill them. Yeah. That's, no, that that's a that's a really good point. Know, it's kind of a human
0: condition, I, I guess.
2: What what I love about it from the standpoint of Batman, and I don't want to say love, I I'm I'm not advocating violence here, but what I love about the story of Batman is that what he always tries to explain to Clark is, Look, I locked them up also but then they come out and then they kill like uh, you know, uh, a bunch of people on the train, and then I lock them up. They come out, they kill a yeah. bunch of people in the bank. Like at some point, it has to be they can't, like they can't be redeemed, they can't be spit. Something has to be done right. that they fear the idea of doing something like that, and, and that's why he's like, all right, cool, I won't kill him, but I'll gladly punch all the Joker's teeth out so maybe he thinks twice about blowing up a bank next time. <laughs> and that's Superman's right. just like Superman's like, no, yeah. he's like no. Don't don't do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I, I I love that between them. But I I did want to ask you. Uh, we're not gonna hold you for, for much longer. But I did want to ask you. This to me was uh what I thought was to be the more funniest thing to ask you. We actually interviewed. Um, I'm trying to remember who exactly we interviewed last year. But we did hear uh words that um we could possibly see other characters from the DC universe hop in. Like, we got uh, a name like Hawkman. We got possibly some of the Lantern. So I wanted to ask you, has it been discussed that this show, obviously, when it gets renewed, not if, we're putting positive energy out there, when it gets yeah, renewed, feel that. Um, you know, has there been talks of introducing other characters of the DC mythos, like a Hawkman or like the Green Lantern, uh, bringing them into into this world.
0: Absolutely, yeah.
2: That is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> that is so perfect. <laughs> I mean, how could
0: you not capitalize on that? I mean, that that's that's also why this show is uh so good as well. And and has such a uh, springboard because you can do that. Exactly. Yep. It's yep. all it's all there. I mean, you have got the Omega Men. You've got Green Lanterns, you've got Hawkman, Hawkwoman, you've got, I mean, the list goes on, right?
2: Absolutely. There's so much you could do with it, and what I love is that, like I said, with the world that you all have created with Krypton, it all is plausible. Like, none of it seems like, oh, there's no way a Green Lantern would, like, no, there's a very good chance a Green Lantern could exist. Um, or, or the core itself could exist, or just maybe started to exist. Um, and, and to me, when, when I first heard that you guys were going to introduce Doomsday, and then Doomsday was going to be someone that comes up again in the second season, I immediately thought, like, no one in Krypton could, like, stop Doomsday. Like, could we see, like, someone come and help out, take on, uh, take on Doomsday? But a, a part of me kind of wanted to stay in-house to where you guys figure out a way uh to save the day. Maybe not necessarily with with outside superhero help, but like you said, it sets itself up to where it's like you have these opportunities. There's no way if this show goes six, seven, eight seasons, we don't ever see uh some of these other D C characters come in and, and, and maybe help out. Oh, yeah.
0: There's no question there. No question. Um but, you know, I hear what you're saying about about us fighting doomsday, and you know, and that does happen. But also, what what percolates my brain is, what if you put Lobo? Because Lobo has like Superman strength, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of you can't really kill the guy. He just regenerates. I mean, he blew his own head off and then grew back from like a hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> Right. Like like I just I just picture this sort of like dark comedy of Lobo fighting Doomsday thinking that he's going to do something and getting absolutely smashed and torn apart and then sort of regenerating later on as as Doomsday's gone on to destroy other things and coming back being like, well, that didn't, you know, extremely embarrassed. I mean, like that didn't go as planned and then having to try and redeem himself and kind of the villain becoming the hero in a sense. Um like that to me would be fascinating, right? Because he can't really die, but neither can Doomsday. Right, right. Really. So I I think it would be fascinating to sort of stick those two players and just sit back with some popcorn.
1: Oh, totally, totally. Like, let's
0: see what happens.
1: Let's see. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. If, uh, yeah, and, I think you've like, pitched it something for the writer's room. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you know? Yeah. I'm well, making, it, making it gruesome.
2: <laughs> you know? <laughs> I
0: mean, not yeah. like a like chainsaw master or anything, but like,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not, yeah, I think you've uh, pitched something to the to writers for season three. <laughs> or for the spin Yeah,
0: there's so many places. I mean I think I think if um you know, I think with a season three I think the audiences are, are riveted. Uh, right. And are, the, the the reception of the show this season has been nothing short of phenomenal.
1: Right, right. I know you've uh, I know the show has gotten some notice from attention from the Saturn Awards and, and other and also just critical the claim on Rotten Tomatoes and others. So, uh.
0: You know what? We didn't, we didn't have that in the first season. Right. Um, but also first seasons are tough. You have to introduce characters. You have to set up the plot. You have to set up the stakes. You There's a lot of stuff that's going on that are that's slow going. I, I usually say like the first three, four episodes of a show, I kind of, in a way, write off. I go, okay, this is sort of like the first 50 pages of a book. You know, someone's like, this book's amazing. You just got to get through the first 50 pages. And then, but you have to read the first 50 pages. Otherwise, you don't know what's going on and nothing matters. Exactly. Same with a show. You have to get through those first three, four episodes and then be like, okay, I know what's going on. I know who everyone is. I, I understand the stakes. And now let's go. And that's, you know, that was kind of our first season. And you're trying to find stylistically where it fits, what the show wants to be, and everything else. Um, and, you know, that's why I think season two is so great, because it just, we're not held up by those encumbrances. We can move forward without without that ball and chain. And be like, that's set up, let's go. And also, the show found what style it wants to be. Um, and I think everybody seems to dig that style.
1: We, so. we definitely... Yeah, definitely do. And speaking of of which, my last question for you is this: um, as we wrap up season two and as we go to season three, uh, what do you foresee happening to to Adam as as he continues to grow in his path and helping to ensure that Chaiel uh, does come into uh, to existence?
0: Well, I think what I'd like to see, and 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 what I have faith that we will be seeing is a little bit more into adam's story um and seg going along with adam finding out you know going to ran and Thanagar Mm -hmm. and earth and doing some traveling right and adam starting to fill those shoes like definitively stepping into being a hero um And then you'd meet Alana and you would meet Hawkman and Hawkwoman and that all that sort of the Omega Man, like that's all Adam's world, right? Right, right. And those and Green Lantern, I mean that's that's Adam Strange's world. And so I think that if we go to Adam Strange's world and bring back some of those guys to fix Krypton, that's a big that's a big adventure. You know? Yeah, so Zod is just gaining power, and Zod, you know, it seems at this point, Zod has control, um, has captured um, um, Doomsday. Mm-hmm. So what's he going to do? He's trying to weaponize him. So then, how, how can we defeat um, Doomsday? You know, I yeah, pitched the Lobo idea earlier, but that that's also a bit of a stretch. Lobo kind of does his own thing. Right. So right? question is how. And we've got Brainiac on the loose, who has Jor-El. And, mm-hmm. you know, so we have these big problems and these big yeah. villains. Yep. And if we go to Adam's world and see Rand, Thanagar, Earth, Omega Man… You know, possibly Green Lantern, Hawkman, um, that sort of thing. Then, then it's getting real interesting. Well, we yeah, real interesting. It, it, We've got real superheroes and powers. Some, you know, Alana and Alanna, uh, and you know, the Ranthanagar Anagar war is probably happening. It's it, there's just a lot of stuff that's that's going on, which makes things very action packed and interesting and fun. Oh yeah, and, and I. Look forward to
1: seeing that.
2: Absolutely. What I'm hoping for is that Adam gets the spinoff. Because Adam, to me, has always reminded me somewhat of like uh, Marvel's Star-Lord. So it's like if he could have yeah. his own Guardians of the Galaxy and, and his own spinoff mm-hmm. show, that would be priceless. Um, and, and I think we oh. all want that. <laughs> I think that's what we all want.
0: Thank you, man. Yeah, I, I, I think um, I'm going to agree with you on that. <laughs> um, I do uh, like no but genuinely just from from even a, a fan standpoint I think that's interesting mm-hmm. and I think that's fun and it's just there's so much that uh, goes on and you know the character of Adam I mean he is him and Star-Lord are compared um, and in fact Adam existed before Star-Lord but uh, I just think that that's a that that's a really fun show um. And you're just running into all the characters that you want to meet, you know. Yeah. It's just a and, cool I mean, show. And, you know, he has sort yeah, of an Indiana Jones quality to him. There's some levity in in the face of this great danger that
2: he has. Absolutely, and seeing Adam kind of balance uh, the the future where he comes from and the past to where he he is now, seeing him kind of go through that. Um, and then just seeing more of him in present day uh, or, or in the future, rather, um, is a story that I'm sure a lot of people who enjoy this show would love to see. That's why I first started off by asking you, like, could we ever possibly see? I mean, because it's not out of the realm of possibility for Adam to go and get Superman or, like you said, maybe bring Segel um, down to Earth, get him that yellow sun, bring him back. All these are are, are possibilities, but we want to see more of the world through Adam's eyes. Um, We're seeing this whole story through Segel. It's about Segel, it's about the legacy that he's starting and everything like that. Adam is like, Adam's not just one of those secondary characters that you just like, yeah, no, he's just really good on the show. No, 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 no. Adam is good enough that he deserves his own show for us to see his world through his eyes. And like I said, start up mm-hmm. his own team and, and you know, maybe do some time travel uh, saving or, or whatever Adam decides he wants to do. I'd be, I'd be along for that.
0: Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, I'm, I'd be along for that ride too. And hopefully we get to do that because I think that's a great idea.
2: Yeah, they're definitely, they're, they're definitely gonna, they're gonna yeah. do that. If they knew Lobo deserves a a, a spinoff, Adams is, is not that far behind. I believe in that uh, wholeheartedly. Um but mm-hmm. John, we want to thank you so much for joining us. We had a blast talking with you. Probably, just um, let me say that it's been a, a real
0: enjoyable interview. I love talking with you guys. If you want to do it again in the future, just, just reach out, and I'll make time.
2: Perfect. That's awesome. We definitely will. Probably. We're gonna give you some time, but after the you know the season ends, um, we'll definitely you know once we hear that it got renewed, the season ended, we could talk about mm-hmm. the season in, in a whole. We'll definitely try to reach back out and uh and have another conversation.
0: Great, I would love that.
2: Thank you very much. We had so much fun having you on, and we can't wait to have you back. Thank you.
0: Well, thank you, man. Have a great day, guys. You too. You too. Take care. Bye. Thank you again, Will. Uh, yeah, everyone out you. there,
2: make sure you. Yeah, absolutely. Make sure you guys check out Cena Nerd. Uh, their podcast is up on Geek Vibes Station. Make sure you guys check it out. Uh, will thank you again, and we will see you guys same time, same place. Peace.